welcome to Eternal Promises with your host and founder, Jeff Tobler. Because all of the promises of God in Christ are yes and in Him, amen. And this is the promise He has promised us, even eternal life. In verse 35, this is Hebrews 11, verse 35, it says, Women received their dead raised to life again. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. To participate in the show, we invite you to submit your question or comment online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio. And now, here's your host, Jeff Tobler. Well, before we get to the program, I just want to talk about a few things. This has been a multi-part series on the resurrection and the life, and we have covered a lot of ground. Now, occasionally you're going to hear me refer to this as the fourth or the third in the series. Well, it's actually probably the fifth or sixth or seventh. We've had to break this up into smaller segments because this was done in a larger or longer format. But what I want you to focus on is the hope of glory, the hope of resurrection from the dead. Now, and we've we've gone back into the, we've been in the New Testament, we go back to the Old Testament, we've brought out some wonderful things. And right now, we're bringing out uh, the Old Testament, uh, what the Old Testament saints believed in. Did they believe in resurrection? Well, you're going to find out in a moment, and hopefully your faith will be strengthened you will have a renewed uh, joy in the Lord because of the expectation of that immortality, that resurrected body. So here's the broadcast. I hope you enjoy it. Well, welcome back, everybody, to the program. I'm Jeff, and we're talking about resurrection from the dead in the Lord Jesus Christ. John 11, verses 25 and 26, Jesus says this wonderful promise. I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me Though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? That's the question for us. Do we believe this? And you know, we went through Abraham and Isaac. And uh, in Hebrews 11, uh, in the Hall of Fame, in the, in the Bible, the ch- chapter of fame, it says, By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac and He who had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said, In Isaac, your seed shall be called, concluding that God was able to raise him up, even from the dead, from which he also received him in a figurative sense. So he received Isaac uh, back from the dead in a sense because God provided uh, an offering in the in the sense of that ram being found in the thicket. God stopped it. But even if God had not stopped it, he had the power to raise up Isaac again. We do not test God in that way today because Jesus Christ has fulfilled that type. There is no reason for God to ask of that today. And in Hebrews, we find another example in verse 35. This is Hebrews 11, verse 35. It says, women received their dead raised to life again. Others were tortured not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. Now, what is this verse talking about? Well, those in the Protestant uh, evangelical movements, many of them are unfamiliar 
with the Maccabees, an intertestamental period, uh, and the books that are associated with the history of the Maccabean Rebellion, Antiochus and Judas Maccabeus. Uh, and the reason why is because most evangelical Bibles don't have what's commonly referred to as the Apocrypha, apocryphal books, or better uh, titled the Deuterocanonical books. So those would be uh, 1st, 2nd, 3rd, and sometimes 4th Maccabees. And in that book, in 2nd Maccabees, we have this story. It's important that we kind of get a grasp of these, these faithful Jews who are recorded as believing even unto uh, accepting torture, believing that the resurrection is true. So here we go. This is Second Maccabees chapter 7. It came about also that seven brothers with their mother were arrested and forced by the king to be bound and tortured with whips and cords until they partook of the unlawful swine's flesh. Now let me stop here real quick. It was unclean for a Jew to eat pork. Uh, it was part of the law, and they were trying to be faithful to the law. But uh, these pagans were demanding that these Jews would eat uh, pork. Let me continue. One of them, acting as spokesman, said, What do you intend to ask and learn from us? For we are ready to die, rather than transgress the laws of our fathers. The king became enraged and commanded that pans and cauldrons be heated. These were heated immediately, and he commanded them to cut out the spokesman's tongue and to scalp him, and cut off his hands and feet, while the rest of the brothers and the mother watched. Now, this is just a horrific scene, but I want your faith to be built up to understand that what Jesus said is no one on this earth can can do anything to you uh, eternally. They can only temporarily take out your life or, or torture you. But there's an eternity of bliss before our Lord with a glorified body that awaits those who are faithful. So they're aware of this and they're saying, what can you do? What can man do to me? You can't do anything long term. You can only temporarily do it. So let's continue. When he was utterly helpless, the king ordered them to take him to the fire while he was still breathing and to fry him in a pan. As the smoke from the pan spread out broadly, the brothers and their mother encouraged one another to die bravely, saying, The Lord God is taking notice of us, and in truth is encouraging us, as Moses proclaimed in his song which he sang, bearing witness against the people to their faces, and God will have compassion on his servants. After the first brother died in this manner, they brought forth the second for their sport, They tore away the skin of his head with the hair and asked him, Will you eat pork rather than have your body punished limb by limb? But he replied in the language of his fathers and said to them, No. Therefore, this brother in turn underwent the same torture as the first. So when he was at his last breath, he said, You accursed wretch! You set us free from this present life, but the king of the world will raise us to an everlasting renewal of life, because we die for his laws. (laughs) That's a wonderful proclamation of faith in the Lord, and faith in the resurrection from the dead. I'll continue. After him, the third fell prey to their sport. When it was demanded, he quickly put out his tongue and courageously stretched forth his hands and said bravely, I received these 
from heaven, and because of his laws, I disregard them, and from him, I hope to get them back again. As a result, the king himself and those with him were astonished at the young man's spirit, for he regarded his sufferings as nothing. When he died, they tortured and tormented the fourth in the same way. So when he was near death, he said, One may be chosen to die at the hands of men, and to look for the hope that God gives of being raised again by him. But for you, there shall be no resurrection to life. Next, they led forth the fifth and tormented him. But he looked at the king and said, Because you have authority among men, mortal though you are, you do what you please. But do not think that God has forsaken our people. Continue, and behold how his mighty power will torture you and your seed. After him, they led forward the sixth. When he was about to die, he said, Do not deceive yourself, for we are suffering these things on our own account because of our sins against our own God. Therefore, things worthy of wonder have happened, but do not think that you shall be innocent for trying to fight against God. Now, when we come back on the other side of the break, we're going to find out what the mother has to say. This is a fascinating story. Stick with me. Jeff will be back in just a moment with some closing thoughts. Listen to Eternal Promises with Jeff Tobler every weekday or listen online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio. Do you have a question for Jeff? Get your question on the show by going to eternalpromises.org forward slash radio or by calling toll-free 888-88-LOVE-GOD. That's 888-88-LOVE-GOD. That's 888-885-6834. Well, this is Jeff with Eternal Promises, and I want to welcome you to join us in the first annual Rugged Men's Retreat and Conference. You know, it's a time when when men of all ages, starting at 13 up to even in their 90s, can come out and be encouraged and encourage one another. We're going to have great events like archery and times of learning and sharing and teaching around the campfire. We're going to have some featured speakers, great food, and times of encouragement that we might all be the man that God would have us be, men after God's heart. So if you live in the St. Louis area or close by, we welcome you to come. You can go to eternalpromises.org forward slash rugged, or you can email Info at eternalpromises.org or call 888 Love God. And if you feel like giving to the event, we encourage it. We welcome you to join with us so that we can encourage the next generation. To participate in the show, submit your question or comment online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio or by calling toll free. 888-88-LOVE-GOD That's 888-88-LOVE-GOD And now, here's your host, Jeff Tobler. Well, welcome back, everybody. Uh, We're about to end this segment, but we're reading through uh, 2 Maccabees chapter 7. And we're reading about this mother and her seven sons who are so brave and courageous. But what's more important about this story is that they're so insistent that they know that they know that they know that they will be resurrected unto newness of life physically. They will receive everything back and better. It'll be a glorified body. 
if they cut off their hands, God will give them their hands back in, in, a, in a body that will never perish uh, when they're resurrected from the dead. And now we're going to hear from the mother. The mother was especially admirable and worthy of good memory. Though she saw her seven sons perish in the span of a single day, she bore it courageously because of her hope in the Lord. She encouraged each of them in the language of their fathers. Filled with a noble spirit, she stirred her womanly reasoning with manly courage, saying to them, I do not know how you came into being in my womb. It was not I who gave you breath and life, nor I who arranged in order the elements within each of you. Therefore, the creator of the world, who formed man in the beginning and devised the origin of all things, will give you both breath and life back to you again in his mercy, since you now disregard yourselves for the sake of his laws. Antiochus supposed that he was being treated with contempt and suspected her speech was insulting him personally. Well, I've got to stop right there, but the rest of this story is continued in the next episode, the next series, so stick with me. You're going to find it fascinating. On behalf of all of us at Eternal Promises, thank you for listening, and we encourage you to lay hold of God's promises in your life today by loving the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Because all of the promises of God in Christ are yes, and in Him, amen. This is a listener-supported broadcast, and your prayers and financial support are appreciated. You can support this ministry online at eternalpromises.org forward slash give, or by calling 888-88-LOVE-GOD. That's 888-88-LOVE-GOD. This is the promise He has promised us, even eternal life. Eternal Promises Radio is produced by Eternal Promises Ministries. You're listening to Eternal Promises Radio with Jeff Tobler.